Jordan Monson and Jake Scott. Sponsored by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding members forward for over 80 years. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Our next guests are the co-hosts of the very popular radio program entitled The Big Show. The Big Show. This is The Big Show. They call me Hollywood. Here come The Big Show. Big Show. Big show. Ladies and gentlemen, The Big Show. It's a big show. Is everybody ready? Today is Tuesday, right? Take extra care to follow the instructions or you'll be put to sleep. And don't forget Taco Tuesdays. Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Show Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5-1280 The Zone. Thank you very much for making us a part of your day. Also, a big thanks to our title sponsor, Mountain America Credit Union. Get 0% interest on all purchases through May of 2020 with a new Mountain America credit card at 0% on everything from groceries to giveaways. For details, visit macu.com or call 1-800-748-4302. Gordon, how are you this fine day? I'm really good, Jake. Uh, beautiful day outside. Man, it's nice to feel that warmth again. Gorgeous outside yes, today. What a, what a beautiful day. Now, up in the area where you and I live, are there some mountain lions running around there? I saw that. That uh, what uh, they kept the kids inside at uh, at Oak Ridge and Churchill because yeah. there was some uh, there was a what was a bobcat on the loose or a cougar? It's something like that. I mean, well, a bobcat's just a little teeny thing, isn't it? I saw a report. It was three cougars. Yeah, I think yeah. it was three cougars. And you know where where I saw that first? Steve Tate said it to me in a in a tweet because Steve is also a fellow <laughs> Oak Ridge Olympian. Oh, man. That reminds me. Uh, when I saw the movie, uh, what is it called? Between Two Ferns or whatever? No, that's the, the uh, Zach Galifianakis thing. Galifianakis. The thing of the two ferns uh, with the dog that died. I have no idea. Where the red fern Where grows. Where the red fern okay. grows. That's it. Spoiler and, alert, by the way. And, uh, yeah, and uh, the, uh, there's there was a, this was back when I was... A uh, kid, and uh, there there was a uh, scene where they showed a cougar, <laughs> and I called it a bobcat, and the guy behind me busted up laughing, because bobcats aren't cougars, and cougars aren't bobcats. But I think mountain lions are cougars. Yes, right? they are. I believe so. Okay. Yeah. So anyway. What's a nittany lion? No idea. Something Sound like a cougar? Something in Pennsylvania. <laughs> okay. Do they hang out in Pennsylvania? I guess. Today? That's, that's just what I've heard. All right. Anyway, that's a little frightening. There was a cougar that was around the block from my house uh, a few years ago. And, uh, you know, when you have kids running around the neighborhood, that, that's scary. Well, you know, Olympus, uh, Olympus Cove, well known for our cougars. <laughs> well known. Quite a few up there, are there? There are a few uh, up in that area. What is the definition of a cougar, by the way? It's a cat? No, I mean the other. Is your mom still a cougar? I mean, what is it exactly? Is 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 it a hot mom or is it a, uh, well, as it were, a hungry mom? Oh Wait, what? A hungry mom? What? I mean, what, what, what is the delineating factor? Is it an attractive... 
uh, woman in uh, her middle age, middle age, mid age. Sure. Yeah, you got it. Okay. So I don't know about wait, what is hungry. Well, what are you? What I, are I, I you know, talking about? I don't know. <laughs> hungry like the wolf. I don't know, man. Oh, boy. Okay. Hungry like Hungarian? All right. Well, uh, yeah. Uh, on that note, yeah. Well, I just didn't want it to have a connotation that I didn't mean. I didn't mean on the prowl. I meant uh, attractive women. How you doing today, Austin? I'm quitting. You're looking good. <laughs> Thanks. Good show today with Tony? You enjoyed yeah, yourself? it was a great last show here at the uh, Zone yeah, Sports okay. Network. Yeah. All right, good. <laughs> What what exactly are you implying is ending your career? Your show with Tony or what we just experienced? What do you think? I don't know. I don't know. This in here. Hey, it's not your fault what I say. Thank you. I I agree. I agree. Get that that out there. I don't stand for or believe in anything you say. I just saw a story at the Tribune website. Three cougars killed deer in Salt Lakers' backyard. Is that what we're Now, were they hungry or... Apparently, okay. I want I want to see a deer get slaughtered in my backyard. I, you don't. <laughs> I mean, there might be some venison left over, but okay. Is that what deer is? Venison. Speaking of of uh, of hunting, is is oh, what's lamb? What's lamb called? Lamb, mutton, mutton. Yeah. Is deer widows weekend still a thing out in Wendover? I accidentally went to Wendover for that weekend once. Oh, did you now? Well, I didn't accidentally go to Wendover, but I didn't realize it was <laughs> the first the, the first weekend. The Deer the Widows hunt. weekend, where apparently all the the wives of the hunters the, the the hunters go hunting and the wives go to Wendover. And so, what were they? What was the attitude of the women? Uh, were they? Was it? Uh, was it as? Uh, <laughs> Was it uh, was it as rowdy and raucous as uh, you might imagine, or is that uh, just? A... Oh no, they were they were cutting loose. Yeah, they were cutting loose pretty and did good. Did you get caught up in the middle of all that? Defined in the middle, because <laughs> there's at least then there, there was really no avoiding it. So that that's when I discovered that that was a thing. How old were you at that time? Oh, they were like early 20s. Like oh, so you, 22, were, you were a young, eligible bachelor back then. Well, the thing is, is these women are married. I mean, that's kind of the the, the point of the thing. So they're, they're really out there just for a good time. <laughs> that's what I was wondering about. How good a time? No, what are you talking about? <laughs> they're married. Most of them. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Uh, we're getting Twitter reactions. Solid start to the show by Gordon. Good luck with the rest of the show, Jake and Austin. Thank you, Jason. Thank I you. I didn't know this. Uh, coming up, prayers up, prayers up. I just did not know the the exact definition of a cougar in a slang term. I didn't know if it was an attractive uh, woman along in the years or if, whether it was long in the ears, <laughs> along in the years, <laughs> or uh, or somebody who was you know. Well, somebody's tweet- somebody's tweeting in now who's who's really mad at you for ruining where the where the red fern grows. Right? What? That movie came out in 1974. <laughs> well, you just ruined Dustin's night. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> All right, again, Stuart Mandel. Not again, I did that. that I-
Uh, should we do spoiler of the day with uh, Gordon? No, oh, no, no, we should not. Uh, Stuart Mandel uh, joins sorry. us at the top of the four o'clock hour, a college football writer for the Athletic, and then Bowler will be here for the entire five o'clock hour. We always look forward to seeing Bowler on Tuesdays. Uh, with that, uh, Gordon, we've got a lot of jazz to talk. Uh, I was down at practice today, and th- there's some comments from Rudy Gobert, and then Quinn Snyder talked about it today at practice, so we'll get to that coming up right around the corner. And then, of course, we'll talk about your column as well All right. Uh, about the Utes. So let's, uh, let's get down to business, as they say. Austin, hit it. Two guys, two topics, two, two, two. two opinions. You talk, give me two. This is the split story of the day on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. All right, Gordon, uh, let's talk a little bit about what's going on with uh, the Jazz offense and specifically Rudy Gobert. Yes. Your cohort over there at the now charitable or charity Salt Lake Tribune. By the way, that happened what yesterday? It's official. Well, is it trips? Cha- uh, yeah, but is a nonprofit. Nonprofit, charity? not a chair. I don't know. No, What's the right word? It's just a nonprofit. Uh, but anyway, Andy uh, Andy Larson got some comments from Rudy Gobert talking about the offense, and uh, I'll read these comments, and then we'll get to to Quinn Snyder's reaction today at practice, and I'm certainly eager to get your thoughts, Gordon. But here's what Rudy said: "Quote: When you have a guy that's seven foot two who can catch the ball and finish under the rim, you have to use it. We haven't done it the last two years against the Rockets, and we're not doing it right now. So I'm hoping we can work on it." He goes on. He says, quote, some games, uh, but we have to uh, be able to offer variations. The drive is great, but the pass to the big is a weapon that we have and we don't use it. Usually I feel like we can lob it up, but once the lob isn't there, we're not really looking. It's on me to get in good positions at the rim. And at the same time, it's on my teammates to want to find me, unquote. I don't have a problem with what he said. Okay. You want to hear uh, Quinn sure. Snyder's? Uh, Andy asked Quinn Snyder about those comments, and here's what Coach had to say. You know, the, the, any kind of dialogue um, surrounding uh, how a team is playing and how they're connected earlier in the year is usually complicated. Um, you know, Rudy broke the record last year in, in the NBA history for dunks, and nothing's changed as far as uh, how our guys see him and, and their desire to, you know, to have him get dunks, you know, the same way. Um, Rudy's desire to, you know, I went on a diatribe about Rudy's screening assists, you know, so I think our our challenge, and it's, it's no different than at the beginning of the year, is, you know, to connect offensively and um, for this team to begin to develop its, its own identity, which will have... Um, you know, there'll be things that are comparable to previous years, like, you know, Rudy having opportunities at the rim. And there's also going to be things, because we have different players, that um, are a little different. And some of that is dictated by how people play against you. So clearly, you know, this is a smart league. People watch us play, and um, they know that Rudy's a weapon at the rim. And no one wants to give up dunks. So... People always, teams always adjust, and then for us to adjust on those adjustments, and particularly early in the year, um, where you're still growing and finding out about yourselves. I agree with both of the guys. I I think you can agree with both of them without a problem. Mm. 
Uh, I I don't know about that. Okay, I'm I'm not saying that that is impossible. I don't know if I agree with both of them. What uh, what where do you take issue? So, with Rudy, if you throw the ball to Rudy Gobert, does he have enough offensive skill to beat his guy and get a bucket? Not ten feet from the basket. Okay. Not typically. Every once in a while, you see him do something, but not typically. That's not. If I'm in a tough pose- uh, important possession, that's not the, the the play of choice for me. So I I agree with you. And Rudy, so far this year, his turnovers have doubled from last year, and he has fewer possessions than last last year. Fewer opportunities to turn or to turn the ball over. So, but see that bolsters Rudy's argument that they're not getting him the ball in the right place. And okay. maybe not prioritizing maybe. getting him. Because you and I have both noticed certain players on the Jazz getting him the ball where he can't do much with it. And then he tries to do something with it and and struggles to do so. So you, you've you seen that the league is changing the way that they've play, they play Rudy, though. There, you heard yes. Quinn Snyder yeah. talk about that. And I agree with that. You know, you watch how Houston took Rudy Gobert right out of the series last mm-hmm. year in the playoffs. We, we saw, I saw it. You saw it. Well, guess what? The whole league saw it. <laughs> so there, the all these teams have switched how they're playing the Utah Jazz, and they're sagging the big. We talked to it about uh, the to David Locke about it. They're they've changed the way they play because they don't want they they're tired of Rudy dunking in their face. I mean, he, he dunked the ball over three hundred times last year. You don't think that's going to catch coaches' attention? So Rudy, this is this is called being the focus of the defense. And so he needs to either figure out a different way that he can be effective or he needs his teammates to, and, and this is where I think you're right, teammates to, and coaches to figure out different ways to get him the ball right on top of the rim. But the problem is that's, that's tough. Yeah, it is tough. And so I, I agree with you. You either get him the ball on top of the rim or the fact that they're paying attention to Rudy down low should open up shots for the other guys. So they need to take advantage of that. And I think what is frustrating for Rudy sometimes is he is the bait and the other guys aren't taking advantage of that. They're missing some of those shots. And I, I, I have no problem with a player being frustrated at times. I, I think that's only human. And I don't see it as a guy who's going to the media and trying. I know the Jazz like to keep things buttoned up and everything. But it, that, that wasn't a major complaint. He wasn't ripping his, his teammates. And he was laying some of the responsibility on himself to get to those spots. He said that. And I, I think Quinn came in and he acknowledged both sides. Um, I, I, okay, let me, let me put it, I've got no problem with what Rudy said, and he wasn't overly aggressive, and, and you can sense the frustration, right? He's, he's frustrated. You're right. That's, that's, that's a human thing. I think we all get frustrated. Especially from time when to he time. sees other guys missing shots, Jake. I'd bet you $100 Austin's frustrated right now uh, about something. <laughs> uh, frustration is, is, is a real thing that we all deal with, so I understand that. But, but, Calling out his teammates this early in the season, that's not that's when you say calling him out, he was just making notes, I think. I don't think he was scolding anybody. But he's he's putting their names out there. That, Did that he is use happening. Their names? No, but the, he he said his teammates. It's on my teammates to want to find me, and then indicating he, but, that they don't want to find him. That, what that, else did he say there? If you he were, said it, but it's also on me to get to those spots. Okay, but picture yourself being in that locker room. You're and reading those comments. 
I might get their attention. I don't have a problem with this. How, what would and your I, reaction I, I, to that I, I be? I do not even see that in any way, shape, or form as being a bad teammate. Or you know, he didn't go out there and say these guys are idiots. You know, I mean, he wasn't. He all he was saying was, "Hey, man, look for me on the basket, and I will reward you if you do." And uh, isn't it okay for him to say that? Does he have to keep his big mouth shut at every turn? No, he does not. And he's been outspoken before, and and I don't, I don't want to. I'm walking the line because I like it that Rudy feels like he can express himself. There's there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. But I'm thinking about how everybody else would react to that. And if it were me in that locker room, and I I read those comments, I'd be mad. No, I yes, wouldn't be. 100. I, I, I wouldn't be mad. I'd be getting him the damn ball. But, That's I'd be trying to do that. But I'd it's be, not advantageous to get him the ball. Well, if on those occasions where it is. But that's the problem, is the occasions are fewer because of the way that other teams are playing him. Okay, but maybe that's not necessarily what he's saying. Maybe he's saying on those occasions when he is there, get him the ball. That, well, what Quinn is saying is that those opportunities are more limited. Well, okay, that might be true. But there might be also other opportunities where he is open for a pass and he's not getting the ball. You'd, you'd have to... Okay, but it... You think they're hitting him every time he's in good position? I don't. Um... I bet they're coming pretty close. Mm, I don't know. I mean, I we'd he have to doesn't go back feel that stuff. way. Obviously, he doesn't feel that way. Yeah. So it, this would depend on if you agree with Rudy's assessment. I, 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 hear, don't think, I hear your. I hear what you're saying, and I've noticed the same thing that teams are defending him differently. But if they're going to do that, then the other guys need to take advantage of it. And when they're not doing it, then get him the ball because uh, he, he he makes seventy percent of his shots. His shooting percentage is down this year, too. That's yeah. because he's not he, – the shots he's getting are not on top of the rim. Well, he, well that, that's not – He laid to, some of that responsibility on himself, too. He did not excuse himself. Did he? No, but it, it, it comes off to me like he's saying, I'm doing everything right here and you guys are ignoring that's me. That's what he said. That is exactly what he said. Go back and read what he said. Read it one more time. It's uh, uh, let's see. Here's the the uh, part you're talking about. It's on me to get in good positions at the rim, and at the same time, it's on my teammates to want to find me. Okay, he's covering all the bases. He there, didn't he? say he's not doing his job. He said his teammates aren't. No, doing No, he their said job. it's up to me to get where he I did, need to be. He did say that, but he didn't. Well, that say, implies that sometimes he's not doing that. He didn't say he needs to get better. He said that they need to want to find him. The part right before that. Uh. Usually, I feel like we can lob it up, but once the lob isn't there, we're not uh, really looking. All right. I that's that's yeah, complete then, blame then, on teammates. Then, yeah, but then he said... It's on me to get in good it's positions. It's on me to, to get in good positions. But he didn't say he's not doing it. He's, he's saying, I'll get into the good positions like I'm currently doing. Uh, oh, it's those guys man. that don't want to find now, me. How now, can you now, not... Now you're reading He uses different. the word want, teammates, to want to find me. They do need to want to find him. And they do need to want to want them to help them find them. More next. That was coming. Stay tuned. It's the big show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This is DJ and PK. 
Frank Dolce, our Utah insider. I came into that game very cautious because of the record against Coach Peterson because I thought that leaving a young defense for Washington was improving over the course of the year. And it was going to be, and maybe is, the best offensive line that Utah has faced this year. In all of those phases, Utah won. These last three games, it should be a dominating effort for Utah. The only way Utah stumbles is if Utah stumbles. I just don't think there's anybody on the rest of the schedule that can manage what Utah is doing right now. Catch DJ and PK mornings from 6 till 10. Presented by WCF Insurance. Reminding you to be careful out there. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Utah's most listened to sports radio afternoon show. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Sponsored by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding members forward for over 80 years. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. and 12.80 The Zone. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott. Band of the Day today. It's a Total Request Tuesday and we're doing uh, TV theme songs. And this is an interesting version of Cheers, but I suppose Cheers nonetheless. What is what instrument is that? Is that, is that a piano? It sounds like a up? piano or to me. It has a little bit of a twang to it. I don't know. Uh, it's brought to you by Live Nation Concerts. Buy concert tickets to get the latest tour news and artist insight at livenation.com. Uh, Gordon, let's switch gears, talk a little college football. Uh, Stuart Mandel of The Athletic will be on the show at the top of the 4 o'clock hour. And you, sir, have a column out at sltrib.com. I do. I am uh, making the premature uh, proclamation that this Utah team is the best Utah team in the history of the program. Now, I know that's a little early for that. I added the uh, little escape hatch if they win the rest of their games. And I, the reason I bring it up now is because, one, you can enjoy it as it's unfolding. Second is, I think this team has what it takes to do exactly that win out. And to do that, you know, obviously they would have to beat Oregon in the, in the Pac-12 championship game and then win the Rose Bowl. If they do that, Jake, even with the one loss against USC, I think this is the best team ever. And so I went through and, and, and looked at the various accomplishments of this team. It's the number one. Uh, rush defense team in the country, uh, 56 yards a game. That is unbelievable. They're third in total defense, fourth and third down conversions, uh, conversions, seventh in scoring, ninth in first downs allowed. Uh, the defense has scored four touchdowns. In eight halves this season, Jake, the Utes have held opponents scoreless, and they've yielded a total of 44 points in the second halves of nine games while they put up 123 points. And it goes on and on. As far as the offense, the offense ranks fourth in completion percentage, second in fewest interceptions, second in time of possession, and Zach Moss. Tyler Huntley, we've talked a lot about him this week, the way he's performing. 
this team is really, really good. It is that good. And I went back and examined the 04 team and the 08 team. And there's certainly room for argument here. But I think if the Utes do what they're capable, what I think they're capable of doing, namely winning out, then I would crown this team the best ever. Uh, I think I'd still – well, right now I'd still go with the 04. And what are you Utes. basing that on? Uh, just how good they were, and they had the number one pick in the NFL draft playing quarterback okay. for them. All right. The defense was amazing. Uh, they had uh, Quinton Ganther, NFL player, Paris Warren, Steve Savoy. Uh, I mean, uh, they also had uh, – was was Marty Johnson on the uh, – I don't the, think – was, Or was he well, done was in he? 03? Uh, I'm not sure, to tell you the truth. I went back and looked at the rosters, and I can't remember. Well, here you go. I've got the – yeah, Marty Johnson was on that uh, 04 team. Um, let's see. I always thought the 04 team Steve was... Steve Fafita, Bo Nagahi, my guy Bo. Eric Weddle, uh, Morgan Scally was on that team. Corey, oh. Corey Dodds, John Fanene, Steve Fafita, Marcus Ledbetter, uh, Sione Buha. Those are some, those are some All monsters. Right. All right, now go back and look at the roster for the 08 team. Well, I wouldn't make an argument for the 08 team. Well, I know, but look at it. It might change your mind. If, if you, they had a ton of talent, too. They had I, a I lot gotcha. of talent. Uh, so what I was doing is I was sort of going back and forth between those two teams and then comparing them to this year's team. Uh, I'll, I said it before, but I'll say it again. The 2004 team beat Texas A&M that year and North Carolina at Rice-Eccles. Texas A&M was 7-5. and five. North Carolina was 6-6. Six and six. And they beat Arizona, an Arizona team that was 3-8. and eight. They beat them on the road. And I went back and looked at the Mountain West teams they beat that year, and most of them had losing records. The best record was 7-5 and five that year of any team in the Mountain West that but they beat. Isn't that the great tragedy of the 04 team, though? Is that, that they, they didn't were, really have an opportunity to prove themselves. They were never tested? Uh, that, that, that could be, and that's an argument to make. Uh, they obviously blew Pitt away in the Fiesta Bowl, and people wanted to see that U team play Auburn, I believe, and uh, to see how that would have gone, and it would have been extremely interesting. In 08, that U team, they beat Michigan 3-9. and nine. They beat Oregon State 9-4. and four. That was a miracle win. Uh, they beat TCU, which was 11-2 and two that year, and they beat a 10-3 and three BYU team at Rice-Eccles. And that team had Brian Johnson, Matt Asiata, uh, Darrell Mack, uh, Freddie Brown, Braden Godfrey, Brent Castile, Paul Kruger, Koa Misi, and Stevenson Sylvester, Robert Johnson, Bryce McCain, on and on. That's, that, that's a really good team. It is. Mm-hmm. But I look at this year's team with the, the way the defense is absolutely stacked, and I think Tyler Huntley is playing uh, darn near at a level where Alex Smith was playing in 04. And I think the defense is actually better. Oh, man, that 04 defense was really good. Maybe you can make an argument the defense is better. I know somebody asked Witt about the, the comparison between Huntley and Alex Smith a few weeks ago at his press conference, but... I'm not. I'm not there yet. Alex. Alex Smith was. He was the number one pick in the no, draft. He was amazing. I, I give the he edge. Was a, he I was a Heisman there, finalist. Alex. I get it. I get it. He was arguably the best quarterback in the country that year. Well, and and maybe people out. Maybe people out there are are making that argument about Tyler Huntley. But I I still think that Jalen Johnson, uh, 
uh, Lucky Foe 2 and Bradley and I. That's about as good a, a threesome as uh, Utah has ever had on the defensive side. And when you look at, you know, John Penasini and, uh, I mean, I mean the group is uh, Mika Tefua, Blackman, Francis Bernard, Devin Lloyd. These guys are playing great. Yeah, but, I mean, those that defensive line that you rattled off is amazing. But, I mean, what do you call John Fanene, Steve Fafita, and Sione Buha? Not as good as this. Really? Were they the number one rush defense in the country? No, no, but Sione played in the NFL for a dozen years or these, so. You don't think these guys are going to be playing in the NFL? Sione was really good. Remember how good he was? He was a game changer. Yeah. I mean, look, you can make the argument any which way you want. I'm just saying. But consider, if they went out and go to the Rose Bowl, that's pretty, that's pretty amazing. So would you be willing to forgive the one loss against SC if they went out from here? Uh, SC's not a terrible loss. That's not a bad loss. But those other teams were undefeated. Mm-hmm. So uh, are you able to overlook that in the context of greatest ever? Oh, yeah, sure. It's not necessarily all about being undefeated that was that gets back to what our argument was for years when when utah was in the mountain west conference it is more difficult to do that in the pac-12 but the the other you know argument to the whole thing is who's to say that the 04 utes wouldn't have done that you know yeah i mean because they were they were really good there's no way to prove this no but when you talk in these terms with this particular team that's pretty amazing that they're that good that you can even make this argument uh, I think if they went out, they go to the top as far as I'm concerned. That's my opinion. Others may agree. Others may disagree. Obviously, there's more work ahead for this team, but they're going to win these three games. They're going to win these three regular season games unless something really weird happens. So then what does that leave it down to? It leaves it down to the championship game against the Ducks and then the Rose Bowl, whoever they get matched up with there. All right, we'll have more coming up next. It is The Big Show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This is Tony Parks and Austin Horton. Monday Night Football. A cat gets on the field, man. Of course it does. Running around. Started in the red zone. Smart. I get the feeling that if I had to be involved with that cat, that would have made us keep it. Oh, yeah, that cat would be at your home now. Although I would have traded out Spazzy in a second. Four cuddles? A football cat? <laughs> For Spaz? <laughs> Done. Are you kidding me? <laughs> this cat's famous. This cat scored more touchdowns than I ever did. Hey, Spaz, uh, I'm going to do this like an NFL coach is going to do it. Bring your playbook and uh, bring your food bowl. All right, you're both going to run a 40 and whoever finishes first. <laughs> Spaz is on the trade block. Yeah. Tony Parks and Austin Horton, weekdays from 10 to noon on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Big Show 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Shout out to Ashton. Requested the Simpsons theme. Uh, Gordon, we've got uh, Stuart Mandel coming up uh, next at the top of the 4 o'clock hour. Bowler is going to be in the house uh, during the entire 5 o'clock hour. So we'll get Bowler's thoughts on on what Rudy had to say and, uh, and Quinn Snyder's reaction today down at practice. Do you think things are tense? Or do you think this is just part of a, sort of a natural process here? 
Because I, I can't imagine this really turning into any kind of issue. Oh, I can't either. And I've, you know, I've got people on Twitter uh, saying that I'm incru- accusing Rudy of being a malcontent, which I, uh, I am not. Uh, not in the slightest. But then when articulate clearly what it is you're saying, then I think Rudy is 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 saying what he thinks. I think mm-hmm. I think Rudy is is speaking the way he feels. And listen, Rudy is eligible for the super max contract in a couple of years, and he knows his rap out there of, uh, of not being an offensive player. And uh, you know. He, he he understands that you get the supermax. Usually, it's these these dynamite offensive players. There's there's pressure on him to put up numbers. And and Coach Snyder said that uh, that he had praised Rudy, Rudy about his screen assists, and that's that's terrific. But unfortunately, those aren't the glam stats, you know. Yeah. And so caught, there's well, Quinn said he wanted to have it put in the box score. <laughs> right, I'm sure. I'm sure that that he does, but there's some there's some pressure on Rudy. There's no doubt about it, and he puts pressure on himself. By the way, I'm just saying to to make it public and to give those quotes to Andy and feel like that that is the right thing to do. You're sending, whether you intend to or not, you're sending a message to your teammates. I think he wanted to because he that wasn't message. talking about himself. He was talking about his teammates. He wasn't talking about himself. He talked his, about himself, not exclusively. Though. No, that's true. So that's that's all I'm saying is, if he, and if he intended to send that message, I mean, then then he intended, you know, he intended for them to be upset. And I, I, I don't know if anybody's upset. By the way, for the record, I don't know. I'm just telling you how I, I would react. I, I wouldn't react. I'd be no skin off my nose at all. I would sit down and talk with uh, Rudy and say, okay, Rudy, what is it you're looking for, and uh, and how how can I help facilitate you, and then. Rudy should say, okay, what's good for you? And they should have a conversation back and forth and move forward from there. You bring up an interesting point. I find that fascinating. If Rudy wants the ball because he thinks he can help his team win, then I got no problem with him speaking out. If he has a problem because he wants to make more money, then that's a little more problematic. And I have no idea. I have no way of knowing what, why he spoke out or what his motivation is. But we know how badly Rudy wants to win. He's making $100 million right now on well, that I deal. Don't, I, you know, I don't I, think those two things have to be mutually exclusive. Yeah, maybe not. I'm sure that Rudy feels like him scoring 20 points a game would absolutely be the best thing for the team. I'm sure he feels that way. You know? <laughs> the problem, I, I'm the sure problem, he feels like that would be helping them win. The problem with Rudy is he cannot create his own shot. That Absolutely. I couldn't and agree so more. And so he has to depend on his teammates to get him the ball. But he has to depend on himself to get in position to make – Big hay down there, and the the other teams are doing a lot they to are. keep him out of that position. They are, but when they're not, get him the damn ball. And I, I don't have a problem with him wanting it when he has that that uh, avenue to the basket. But Rudy feeling the need to send this message this early in the season. Mm, it doesn't. It doesn't bother me. But those can be part of. I mean, it can be part of growing pains. I mean, to get back to your original question, I mean, this is this is a process that that is that was inevitable. Now, it could it have gone smoother than this, probably. But I, I just think that this whole idea that the Jazz have to sit around a campfire and sing these songs and and uh, and, and be embracing each other all of that, I think there is room for competitive. 
talented people to express themselves and to maybe want call for a little bit of change here and there. I mean, it's another thing if you're burning the ship down. I get that. You don't want that. But uh, speaking out in frustration, I, I, I've i never had a problem with players doing that. Doing I, it publicly is the issue. I, I have no problem with that. Okay, and, and certainly as a sports radio host, I don't either. But, no, but, 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 but why look, is that so bad? Of, I mean, do you think that, that would only be bad if it was going to spiral out of control and, and make it make it very difficult for Quinn Snyder to control this, uh, this group of players? And I, I don't think that's the case. If anything, this might wake guys up and say, hey, man, grow up about this. You know, if somebody has some, some, some hurt feelings or, or wants things done a different way, it's no big deal. Just make an adjustment and move forward together. That's okay too. I I would hmm, let me let me put this uh, in an example that's that's a little more close to home. If an, if Austin had some sort of problem with the way that you were doing your job on the big show, like the not sports part. <laughs> oh, I, and, and how do I react? If no, 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 and instead of coming to you after a show and saying. You know, Gordo, let's let's talk this out. I think we can make the show better. We just need to get on the same page. He went on to the Tony and Austin show and just started to make public his problem with the way that you do your job. Well, it your reaction to it would not be, well, let's try to get better, Austin. Well, that, w- that is yeah, not how you yeah, would react. Yeah, but that's a different. That, that, that is that, not that, different that, at that all. Is, that is kind of different. How is it different? It's a little bit different. And besides, how do you know that Rudy hasn't already done that with his teammates? I don't. He probably has. I don't know. And so, you know, if, you, if you're not being listened to and, and, and you uh, want to let out a little steam... I don't know. I mean, like if Austin went on a different show and started ripping me, that'd be one thing. But if he went on another show and said, you know, they're not sports reports, not my favorite thing. But, you know, that's, you know, I mean, so what? We move forward. That would not be your reaction. Oh, come that on. Would not that's be your different. reaction. That's different than an attack on me. And and I don't think that Donovan uh, Mitchell or or Mike Conley or anybody should look at it like it's some sort of personal attack. That's not that's not what Rudy's trying to get done here. It's the public part that is the issue. Are you that guy that has to have everything bottled up inside the no, inner sanctum uh, 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 and you never let anything out at all? I, that, you're that you're g- more than welcome to bring your concerns to me, Gordon, and and have a conversation about it, but not. <laughs> You know, in the newspaper. We're talking about sports. Listen to you. I can't believe you're saying this. Really? You don't want to hear? You don't want a guy? You don't want to have a guy have an avenue to speak out on occasion? I guarantee this you. This is America. Of I, course, I, I, I would, want him to I have would, that avenue. I would almost guarantee. I can't absolutely guarantee it, but I I have a suspicion that Rudy Gobert has talked to his teammates about this already. Mm. And who knows? Maybe maybe uh, somebody asked him a question about his production at the offensive end. Well, Andy asked him. Uh, Andy asked him about the the overall offense. That was the yeah. question. Okay, I, I I think let me. I think you're making a bigger deal out of this than it really is. <laughs> I think you are um, not correct. <laughs> What you are? You think this is a problem, then? Stuart Mandel coming up next. You think this is a problem? Uh, not an unsolvable one, but I'm just saying.
I think it's a little bump in the road. Uh, don't take the bus uh, bus tour at the airport parking lot. Diamond Airport parking offers covered self-parking, covered valet parking, open valet parking, and free 24-7 car-to-curb shuttle service. Diamond Airport parking since 1922, just off I-80 and Redwood Road. Park, ride, and save. Diamond Airport parking. Stuart Mandel coming up next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This, this, this is Hans Olsen and Scotty G. It's what you want. When you look at what Andy Ludwig did in this game, he became worth every single penny that you're paying him. The adjustments that Ludwig made, the heart that the Utah leadership showed, the game that Tyler Huntley played, the game that Zach Moss played, Zach Moss fought for every inch that he earned. Every yard he gained was a hard-fought yard. This team, guys, this team deserves it, a shot. I'm telling you, it's got that kind of 0-4 feel to it right now. They deserve a shot, man. If they get to the end of the season without any more hiccups and face a one-loss Oregon team and they don't get the nod, we got to figure out how we're going to handle it. It's just going to be criminal here in the state. Catch Hans and Scotty every day from noon to 3. Presented by your Rocky Mountain Chevy dealers on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network.